July 5th, Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, New York City, 3.30 in the morning. Andre is going to take a bath. The water is too hot. I cooked some pasta. So I'm going to eat first time in 24 hours, I think. I don't know. Um, this episode is about uh, proper art education and the understanding of a process, what, how to receive art education. Who is responsible for your progress in art? You understand? I'm sharing with you what I know. I received, in my opinion, very good art education. In high school, as I said many times, after school, almost every day, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., I skipped classes, culinary high school. I didn't give a shit about many subjects, really. I would go to this uh, government studio provided for free, very beautiful studio, about a mile walk, and and paint there till 6 p.m. Then I would run, uh, take a bus, city bus, to a boarding home. Uh, you know, half, half an hour ride and then have dinner and then go to karate training or sports. So th- this was my lifestyle. So in high school, I had this tutor who uh, had polio and his legs didn't grow. So he was moving around on his arms, but he was a professional artist and he created this sort of school about uh, 20 guys, young kids, high school kids. Some most of them were bizarre weirdos, fucking weirdos, and they were painting surrealistic. One guy was actually amazing, but I think he OD'd on drugs and died. But his paintings are really pow- were very powerful visions. You know, I, I was really surprised how. But I was always painting, you know, still lives. Occasionally I would talk some girl, you know, the, the classmate to come and model for me. So she would come and read a book uh, a few times for a few hours each time. And I would paint her sitting in a chair. So it will be a figure, study of a figure. But <coughs> developing drawing skills is a big deal, okay? In the first five, ten years. Like, literally. So who's responsible for your process who is responsible for you to make progress in in your art well guess what you i'm not responsible for your progress you know on the second year of high school yeah on the second year i started traveling to capital city of warsaw at academy of visual arts once a week on thursdays they had this free couple hours for outsiders were assistant of a professor, a professor would come out from a studio and look at your works. So every three months, I would have like, you know, 30, 40 drawings on paper, big, not small, the, the sketches don't count. I mean, it wasn't worth it, you know, small sketch. So it would be like, you know, uh, 40 inches by, by 30 inches work on paper. So 30 of those. 10 canvases, you know, oil on canvas, and I would be showing it to a professor. And the thing is, you have to understand, somebody with 30, 20 years experience, he looks at your painting and he sees exactly where you need to go, exactly what's wrong with it. If, if, you, if you don't know how to draw and paint a human figure, human muscles, he will say it, you know. He is not trying to put you down, no. He is trying to help you, you poor little slob, to get better. So he's gonna say, you need to study anatomy, get a book, Anatomy for Artists, so you know how to paint skeleton muscles, so your people don't look like they're fucking animals. Aliens, unless you want to paint aliens, okay? 
And this is how I received art education. So before I even got into Academy of Visual Arts, because competition is fucking brutal, okay? The most prestigious institution actually in, in Poland, you know, only children of ministers were welcome there. You still need to pass exams, but they were sort of given a slack. But I'm not a son of a minister. My mother, you know, Russian ballerina now teaching, teaching, you know, <clears throat> folk dancing in a small town in Poland. My stepfather, fucking imbecile, is teaching driving school, has a driving school. So I'm, I'm fucking nobody, you know. In high school, I was making money by smuggling shit from Russia to Poland and from Czech Republic because I got a, a Soviet citizenship passport at age 16 and I had a first show at age 17 at the Russian embassy. So I had this slack with costumes. So I would take 10 pairs of jeans for the summertime in Russia and I would sell them either in Moscow, either in my hometown, which is like 2,000 miles, you know, away from Moscow. It's like it's like 36-hour ride in a train, and uh, and uh, and even by the end of the summer, I still had fucking piles of money because there was nothing to buy. There was nothing to spend money on. So the whole summer. My childhood friends and I, we had those uh, motorboats. We didn't have sailboats. There, there were these plastic, no, aluminum motorboats. So there were plenty of girls. There were, you know, a lot of sex. And it was vodka and champagne. And drinking on the islands. There are these islands. The Volga River is about five miles wide. And there are ocean tankers uh, bringing uh, uh, oil from Caspian Sea north to refineries. So it's a big river, it's a, it's a big like uh, reservoir to provide water for electric uh, station at Stalingrad. So what, what am I talking about? Okay, let's go back to art education. Art education really is up to you. So when you come to me on DM on Instagram telling me, hey, I'm, I'm about to start to paint a dog. Well, I look at this fucking blank canvas, I say, well, what can I say? Good luck. I mean, take your best shot. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. Uh, or you finish painting a fucking frog and you send me a picture of this fucking frog. This is not the way to receive education because I can't tell you, based on one fucking frog, you don't have... Um, Let's say <clears throat> color palette. What is color palette? You have to understand the the science of light, visible world. What human eye can see, some people have genetic mutation, they see like 10 times, 1,000 times more colors, especially women. Women have this mutation, they smell better, they see more colors. And uh, people, so the world of color, the rainbow you see in, on the sky is actually infinite. If you break it down to square inch, you know, it's, it's infinite. And the shit we see with our eyes is less than 1% of light that is everywhere in the universe. You understand? The, the light that sun emits and, and, and it gets through the atmosphere, through the layers, ozone layer, and you see it on greens, on grass, on, on your car, on your skin. This is fucking... What you see is less than 1%, okay? But even what you see is fucking infinite. And the way to check it out, I'll explain. Sit in your room, 
look at the uh, uh, stair at the empty wall. So you got the window on the right, you got the door on the left, and the wall is painted white, okay? White. You know for a fucking fact your father painted it white, you helped him out two years ago. It's fucking theoretically and practically white by definition. Bright white, matte, non-shiny, bright white. However, as you look closer to the window, it's a different shade of white, okay? And as you look in the corner close to the door to exit to enter your room, it's fucking totally, totally, like totally fucking dark, dark, gray, white, you understand? But as you analyze inch by inch from the door to the window, you will realize there's 1,000 different shades of white! So how the fuck you can, you, you, you can paint it? Well, you as an artist, here you have a canvas, you look at this, this wall and you set up a still life and you have to make a decision. Which white you're gonna choose to, to, to use in your artwork? Because you're gonna be using specific colors to express specific ideas. Okay, you have your fucking ideas. Let's say I recommend your ideas first five years is just to reproduce what you see in front of you. <laughs> okay, just you can, you're welcome to have your ideas and express them in drawings and caricature and animation, movies, whatever, poetry, music. That's all good. But to learn the skill, you just look at shit and if you can't draw it, if you can't paint it, well, then you can't paint. Period, okay? If you want to know, can I paint the, the bottle standing next to the glass the way it is? Well, guess what? The bottle is 12 inches high and the glass is 3 inches high. And you need to capture those proportions. Yes! If you make the glass too tall, that's not what you see in front of you. <coughs> Later, when you're going to be painting like somebody's portrait, I don't know, a tree, a building, you will realize, you know, you painted a girl's portrait, but her fucking nose like another towel. Why? Because you didn't capture the proportions. Because two years ago, you didn't pay attention that glass was one third of the bottle. You understand? Or one quarter of the bottle. So, you understand? So, you need to learn your visual memory, your visual skills. And it takes fucking years. So, don't come back to me with one frog painting. Look at my fucking frog. Because there is nothing to say about your fucking frog, okay? Or you, 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 you don't follow instructions as I, as I recommend. Paint 10, 20 paintings. Post them on Instagram. And then reach out via Instagram. I have three pages. Drawings, videos, paintings. And you say, Mr. Bruslavsky, Andre, please look at my uh, paintings. I was working so hard. I finished those five. This ten. They are new. And I will be very happy to come to your page. Look at them. And, and write a comment or send you a dm you know i don't have much time people are coming all the time asking me all kinds of recommendations but the point i'm trying to make is it's your responsibility how uh, how fast you're gonna progress whether you're gonna progress in your art education i'm offering you free fucking education because i received this for free i don't feel obliged to give anybody any fucking education or anything to anybody you understand <clears throat> but i'm offering you free education and 
you're welcome to accept it or deny it and ignore it. Again, I'm reminding you, my Spotify is not fucking entertainment. So don't come to me asking for more, how do you call it, episodes. Because this is not an, I'm not a fucking comedian. I'm giving you practical tips, which probably will take you years to work on, okay? To solve a problem of, of color palette. What does it mean, develop your own original color palette? It means that you go to store and you buy a set of 12 acrylic colors, right? So there are 12. You open a palette, like size of a dining table, as I recommended. And you mix those colors to make it interesting, to make your personal color palette. And you're painting, you're painting, six months go by, your parents say, hey, listen, grandma is not doing well, she needs an assistance. So you move in with grandma, hours away on the other side of the state or some other place, she lives in the mountains. So you came to the mountains with your with your canvases, with your paints, you're gonna be with grandma until she dies. You got a job at the McDonald's or at the gas station, so you're working there and you're painting on the side. Your palette will change. It's supposed to, okay? The colors you were painting at home on the flatlands, the light is different, environment is different, your life is different. You, 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 and here you come out in the mountains, the light is different. You understand? Everything is different about visible world where you are in a new environment. It's supposed to change. In the winter, there was snow. So you were painting those gray or brown paintings a lot. Came summer, it all brightened up. But after two years, grandma is still alive. She's still kicking. And, and here you are painting. As you look at your first paintings in the mountains, they're they're XYZ, and the latest paintings you're painting, they're totally different color palette, as if it wasn't you. This is how it's supposed to happen, you understand? Your color palette is supposed to evolve throughout your life, you understand? You're supposed to analyze visible world around you. I come from neo-impressionism. My pasta is getting cold. So, I come from Neo-Impressionism. My teacher was, in Warsaw, the Academy of Visual Arts, was a grand student of Pierre Bonnard. Okay, the legend, the myth of Neo-Impressionism. But basically, it's all about color, okay? Color, color, color. Not much surrealism, symbolism. It doesn't matter what subject matters you pick. I'm not gonna tell you paint a fucking horse running fast. This is not my business. What really bugs you in your personal life? So I'm not gonna suggest any political or socially important subject matters. This is not my business, really. What subject matters you paint? You paint us covered with shit, this is your business. You paint beautiful Brooklyn Bridge, this is your business. Whatever you paint, it's your business. You are on the road of self-discovery. And this is what I'm trying to I explain to you. The true joy and challenge, challenge of creative process is actually journey of self-discovery. <clears throat> so you, you discover uh, who are you? 
Can you discipline yourself? Can you work when you're tired? Can you paint when you finish your shift at the gas station? You came back home, you took a shower, you ate something. Should you paint or you should watch TV and play games? So it's up to you. You are challenging yourself. You are facing your own infinite potential. And, and it's up to you, really, not up to me, to, to inspire you. I mean, you have an opportunity to listen to Bogoslavsky personally for a while. I don't know how long this, this channel on Spotify is gonna last, but so far, you know, censorship is fucking killing me everywhere on Twitter. My pages are destroyed, you know. Follow me on Instagram. I have three pages with the same profile picture as anywhere else. If you see any different profile picture, don't follow that page because I don't have access to that. You can look at paintings, but I'm not going to respond to any comments because I just don't, don't, don't have access to those pages. There are many pages. Social media fucked me up all these years. Well, in, in the past five years, you know, before my second wife, the, the mother, the godmother of internet, she was uh, taking care of my public relations and everything on internet. She was doing my Facebook. I didn't give a shit about Facebook. So she was handling everything. As soon as I got divorced, as soon as I got on Twitter, they banned me. Then I opened a new account. They banned me again. Instagram, I mean, the Facebook fucked me up. <laughs> then they fucked me up again. So there are like fucking three pages on Facebook. <laughs> I don't give a shit, you know? After you lose pages with 350,000 followers and hundreds of uh, original organic videos on TikTok because some scambags report you as inappropriate, scambags who never did anything with their lives, who are just pornography spammers from fucking Polynesia, fuck knows where, Ghana, I don't know where they're from, but uh, watching their, their time of activity, I can tell they're not in American time zone, they're probably somewhere like Australian time zone or African time zone. <clears throat> so this is what I'm watching. I will be posting, the up, the downloading, uploading, just throwing into TikTok about 300 videos on July 8th. So today's five, in three days, there will be this avalanche of fucking videos and they will be diversified, okay? Some of them, they will be inspirational talk. Some of them, they will be cooking. Some of them, they will be funny Buddha videos. Some of them will be just music and a yoga girl dancing. Some of them, they will be ducks farting. I don't know. The idea is to open your mind to other person's creativity and witness what Bogoslavsky is up to. You want to know what, what it means to be a creative person? Well, guess what? It means everything. It means everything. Unlimited potential within you. And this is what I'm showing you by posting some crazy shit on TikTok. Because there's a lot of crazy shit on TikTok. Trust me. I have downloaded videos from Instagram. Woman sticking a firecracker in her ass. And it explodes and she goes, whoo. So I have it on a hard drive. I'm not gonna post it, but followers keep asking you. I'm not gonna solicit this shit, but this is what people show and it goes viral. But can you think of it? Who would stick a firecracker in the ass? 
Wow, what people will do to go viral? Well, I'm not going to do a shit to go viral because I really don't care if they destroy my viral account again. If they, they rob me again, it really doesn't impact who I am. Social media, the whole fucking internet, I can disconnect tomorrow and go back to my fucking painting. I'll be much happier. You understand? I'm okay without recording podcasts, without posting my opinions here and there. I'm very active on Twitter because there are people who <coughs> making comments, at least Twitter censor specific comments they decided to censor by Andrei Boguslavsky. So let's go back to art education. It's in your hands. I'm here to teach you taking on Spotify, to teach you, giving you, give you pointers, like technical fucking pointers. What do you know about linear perspective? Well, as you stand on a railroad tracks, the tracks where you stand are five feet wide. I don't know how wide they are. So let's say five feet wide. As you look far away in the horizon, they meet. Okay, they meet in one point, three miles away. What the fuck does this mean? You know very well they don't meet because the train runs. Well, this is what we call linear perspective. <coughs> but in practical terms, you don't paint railroad trucks every day, right? You would have a girl, naked girl, lie down for you, if you're so lucky, <coughs> on, a, on, a, on a bed, on a couch, and her foot will be in your face. As you look at this food, you will notice it's kind of big by comparison to her head. This is not how it is in nature, but because human lens is just like the lens of the camera, it, 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 uh, it makes it bigger, the objects that are closer. If you take a photograph of her with her foot into the camera lens, it will be fucking ginormous, size of Empire State Building, and her head will be real tiny, like, like she has no brains, right? So you can make a joke about it if that's what you want to paint. I actually met this artist in Kiev when I was uh, 2010 with my kids were in Kiev. There was International Art Fair, and there's this guy painting these huge paintings, 20, 20 feet by 20 feet, sponsored by the mayor of Kiev. And, and they're depicting like uh, workers' figures. He's sort of imitating or making fun of social realism, which is workers' classes. Uh, but the colors are very pop colors. And the brush is more like uh, De Niro's father. You know, De Niro's father was an artist. So there is this thick, rich uh, brush strokes, very powerful. So, and his figures were like, stamping on you so there's the boot size of a Volkswagen and the head of that figure is real small so the figure looks like a giant like a 300 feet tall person like epic epic event is taking place so this is what artists intended okay he used linear perspective deformation or illusion it should be called illusion to express certain ideas in your case, if you're painting or drawing from a photograph and you have a photograph, beautiful composition, and the girl is sitting there all naked or not naked, and her 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 knee is closer to the camera, was closer to the camera when photographer took, and the knee <laughs> looks fucking huge, <laughs> like a baseball ball, right? And her head is really small. You need to know. 
you need to adjust the proportions. So you need to realize, unless you really want to copy the photograph, <coughs> so everybody knows you have knocked off it, knocked it off from a photograph. Oh, fuck. I need, I need to take a bath. I need something. Okay, 23 minutes. That's enough.